0: Today, it is. If you say so, We're, someone's having a little bit of a rough day today.
1: Uh huh. Um, it's it's Monday, and it, I'm I'm having a, a bit of a weekend.
0: It it's is, been a whole thing. Yeah.
1: Since the games on Sunday, I feel a little better, but for the most part, it's been a time. Saturday night was really hard.
0: I get it. Look, it's it's hard. It's. I, I understand you're you're going through something and obviously like
1: by the I, way by the way my, my sports team lost I didn't like lose a family member or anything so it's it's like it's a game
0: right no it's a game but but we need to talk about it because here's the thing I mean I want to I want to as as we are supposed to do on this show talk about everything that happened this weekend but I feel like we can't actually do that adequately until you get some things off your chest
1: right um, firstly follow us on all the social media uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at UFRVodcast with a V. Mm-hmm. Um, posca- uh, podcast is out every Thursday, uh, wherever you find the podcasts. Yep. Except for Spotify. We're not that cool yet.
0: That's correct. Oh,
1: boy. Uh, shoot us emails, andrewincotta at gmail.com. Um, yep.
0: that's, that's where you find us. And, um, and <laughs> <That> was the,
1: <laughs> the weakest social media intro of all time. I I, it really
0: was. But you know what? It's fine. You did it. I forgot. So so that's good. Fine. We're, we're going to be okay. We're gonna be okay. Let's um I'll I'll start simple. So as as it happens, um we had a little bit of a situation. The uh, Patriots lost to the Tennessee Titans. And um in what can really only be described as a, a true heartbreak of a game, the Titans I guess I wouldn't even say they played particularly well.
1: Neither team played well. Like really.
0: exactly, but the, that last interception really Just kind of I mean that was the end of the game. So what what were your thoughts approaching that fourth quarter?
1: Um, well, I didn't watch most of the game actually. Um, I caught (laughs) I caught the important parts Okay, Uh, I didn't see the interception until I saw the highlights at the end Um, I thought when I was walking out the game was ending uh, and I hadn't seen any up. I I saw the the uh, the field goal when they got stopped on uh, At the one yard line because they're the Patriots and they're worthless um and then I heard about the touchdown from Henry before halftime. Okay. And I was like, okay, at one point I would have preferred, you know, to be up at halftime, but whatever, fine. Um, and then I didn't get any updates because I was working. I didn't get any updates th- for like an hour. And I was like, this game is going to end 14-13. And as I was walking out, I heard Brady threw an interception. And I said, they're going to lose the game 14-13. And then no, someone said it was an interception for a touchdown. And then I looked and it was Logan Ryan. And I went, oh, of course it was. Okay. So they lose 20-13. to 13. Um I wrote on my blog that I predicted I, I ex- didn't expect. I I thought the Patriots would win, but I would not be surprised if they lost.
0: You said that on our show too.
1: Yeah, and I uh I just I I I, uh, I cried. <laughs> no, I didn't cry. Um I I didn't expect it to hit me the way that it did. Right. Yeah bunch of us went to a bar afterwards and I, um, I got my, my beer first out of the other members of my group. And before my friends' drinks were brought over, I had finished mine.
0: Yes. Um, Sounds right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, I'm so mad.
0: What, what went wrong? What happened?
1: What, what, what do you mean went wrong? They can't fucking stop the run. Okay. Their defense shit the bed. They have no offense. You, you can't. You can't win a game. If you thought that they were going to get past – Kansas City or Baltimore with the offense that they had, you are delusional. You can't win with Sonny Michelle and James White and Rex Burkhead as your running backs. You can't win by putting a linebacker in at fullback. And it was cute when they threw it to him against against the Dolphins, but they also lost against the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. You can't win by throwing the ball to Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers and Forty-eight-year-old Julian Edelman, who's being double-covered and injured, or Philip Dorsett. I mean, you can't win when your main center or offensive lineman goes down with a heart issue for the whole season. I mean, you have you have uh, basically an old you have basically old Yeller out there as quarterback, and like he's getting you're getting ready to take him out back, and you're not giving him any help. And if you think that the defense can just carry it through, what we watched. These last two weeks against the last four weeks, not even four weeks, since they, lost to ba- since they lost to Baltimore, what we've seen, the defense can't carry you through against good enough teams. You couldn't be, they can't carry you through enough for the offense to, to carry you over good enough teams. Couldn't do it against Houston. Couldn't do it at home against Kansas City. You almost couldn't do it against Cincinnati or Buffalo, mm-hmm. much less Miami, who you lost to. And then you couldn't do it to, um, with Tennessee who's running back as a bowling ball. I mean, they, they need... And then Brady, and then this whole, this whole thing about Brady being at the end of his contract and being a free agent this year and just hearing everybody talk on social media about how it's the end and the end of his tenure in New England and he's going to go play somewhere else. Firstly, no one's going to go out and get a 43-year-old quarterback and, accept, and, and, and expect him to start, number one, even if he is Tom Brady. <laughs> I, again, I didn't expect them to win, but this is not a feeling I felt in a long time. The last time they didn't make the AFC Championship game was twenty ten, which is like a lifetime ago. Yeah, for me. Um. So this is,
0: uh,
1: this is new, and just knowing that the playoffs will continue without my team, uh, it, it sucks.
0: It's a new feeling for you, I know, and it's, it's one of now. It, it you're in that strange place too, where it's like. I mean, it's something that I'm very accustomed to, but like, how do you kind of move on? How do you continue to move on? And obviously, like enjoying football isn't so much the issue, but it is a different kind of enjoyment when your team isn't involved. And I I also didn't really expect to, to I mean, I, I, I didn't expect to see this happen so early in playoffs. Um, do you really think that that? Tom Brady is done, Don?
1: No, not at all. Not even close.
0: You think the Patriots will sign him to a shorter contract? Yeah,
1: I think he's using this loss as leverage to get some more money, either that or convince the front office to be like, hey, give me more weapons or give me an offensive line because that's what they need. Right. That's why the offense was so bad because you're throwing to two rookies and your short-ass wide receiver who's 50 years old and he's being double-covered and he's injured. Right. Your offense at the beginning of the season was Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, Edelman, And uh, uh, Michelle and, you know, whoever, you know, that offense is ridiculous. Right. They got up to like the best two way start in NFL history. And then everything fell apart after they lost to Baltimore. That was the turning point of the season when they lost to Baltimore. But no, I don't think Britt is done. I would be very surprised. And I think the press conference that he said where he's like, I don't know what the future holds. Let's leave it at that. I think he was just emotional from the loss. He ran off the field like a little bitch after the game, by the way. He didn't really shake Tannehill's hand either, which also pissed me off, too
0: yeah that I mean patriots are sore losers because they're not used to it
1: well, uh, yeah no, no, this is true. I'll give you that and,
0: and the fans too I mean and that's fair okay, well that's that, a generalization that's fair, yeah,
1: all right, sure, but um, we're just we just expect it, that's all we well, just expect to win
0: and and I mean it's interesting i I think about what you said too about him being a forty three year old quarterback there are certain teams that could probably benefit from having him. I have read the only interesting, the only interesting social media projection, like social media being out there and being like, what Chargers, about this? I'm sure. The Dolphins.
1: Okay. Even though the Dolphins are going to get Tua now because Tua declared for the NFL draft. Exactly. Today.
0: Exactly. Um, uh, earlier, yeah. Earlier this week, Tua Tungavailoa declared for the NFL draft. The Dolphins can still feasibly get him because he is not the top draft prospect anymore and it would be interesting to see brady give be in that mentor role but um that's that's the only interesting that i've seen it isn't
1: going to happen it's not going to happen he's not leaving new england um because i don't know what other team would use it why would he go to another another team and try to learn another playbook and build rapport with a new offensive line and a new core of receivers
0: yeah but here's the thing he knows all the playbooks because he's played them all. Does he? He's played all of them. He
1: knows the defensive playbooks, sure.
0: Yeah. Not the offensive okay, ones. Okay, that's though. fair. But I think...
1: Also, Josh McDaniels isn't going anywhere as a head coach after that performance. Oh, totally. So I think that it would be reasonable for him to stay, have used this leverage to, you know, either invest in him more financially or get him weapons, which I think they should do. And, you know, stick with it for another year or two. Do that you, would be the logical thing to do.
0: Do you have any... Um, just thinking back on this game, which I, I again, also, I don't even want to say, like, I don't think this was the worst they've been all season. either. It was.
1: It was. Yeah. Really? Yes. All right. He's put up career lows this season.
0: No, which just, I mean which, this game. This game in this, in the scope of this season, I don't think this was the worst they have looked.
1: No, I think Miami was probably the worst that they've looked. Exactly. But it carries over into the next round.
0: Whose fault is it that they lost this game?
1: it boils down to the front office, boils down to Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, not, you know how I just said that they started the season with, with Brown and Gordon and yes. all the, all these other players. They cut Brown because of all the, the, the uh, sexual assault stuff. They, they, um, uh, they cut Gordon because of all the drug stuff. I wonder what the MO of people of Bill Belichick is, is he, has he really like won enough that he can like sit back and be like, no we're going to make a we're going to make an example out of you we're going to make a character out of you and really uh be interested in in evolving the character of men remember how we did it to malcolm butler in the super bowl where he sat him because of some godforsaken reason right i mean if he was really all in on winning he probably would have le- would have let malcolm butler play in that game would we have won would it have given us a better chance to win sure would we have won i don't know probably not but i wonder if it's just like the betterment of a human being versus winning football teams. I just wonder where he's at because I know Brady is all about winning at any cost. Right. Uh so for me it boils down to them thinking that they could get farther along than they could. I just don't know what you're doing if you don't have every belief that your team can win a Super Bowl. Okay. What are you doing here if you don't have every shred of faith in your team that you can win? And I did looking at that team down the stretch, no chance. I had no faith that they could win the Super Bowl.
0: Right. No
1: faith that they could even, you know, when they lost the bye, I was like, they're screwed. They're not even going to get back to the AFC Championship game. Right. It's just, that's where the blame lies for me. I mean, if you're Brady, you're out there and you're dealing, you have to play the cards you've been dealt. Right. And if your cards are two running backs who are, you know, skin and bones and wide receivers who are short as hell and new as hell, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and an offensive line that's in tatters. What's the point? What it boils down to is where do they go from here? They go out and they, they figure out how to how to get better from last year. They go out and they fix all the shit that they did wrong. I'm sure Brady has some kind of, you know, influence here. Mm-hmm. You know, go out, trade for Odell or something. He's wanted to come play here. You know? Figure the hell out, Antonio Brown, and see what he's up to. You know, the wide receiver class in the draft is really deep this year.
0: Right, so that's they're gonna, true.
1: So they have to get somebody there. You know, They go out and they bolster the offensive line. They have to do something. I think the defense is fine if the offense plays well. Right. And that's, for me, what it boils down to, is just needing to... Basically, you're going to have to pay Manning in 2015, 2016, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to put old Yeller on your back and give him the supporting cast that he needs and have the defense win the Super Bowl. That's fine. It doesn't matter. You just need to... And, and, and you know what? And this is what gives me, like... The solace that everything's going to be okay, is that even if it is the end for Brady, even, even if he goes somewhere else or whatever, we get to start again. We get to try it all again. You know, this is what, like, gives me, it <laughs> when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to be, I'm still going to be a Patriots fan. When I wake up tomorrow, my team will have won six Super Bowls in the last 18 years and just been dominating this league for 20 years for 20 years and you and a lot of other people that are listening and watching are not right you know and it just it's it's still fine yeah it's still gonna be okay and when it boils down to it football's a game it's a game Mm -hmm. you're just you're, you're it's supposed to be entertaining it's supposed to have fun you're supposed to feel these these lows only so that the highs can be that much better and if, the, if this is the end for Brady and if it's the end for Belichick, then you get to start over. Maybe Jarrett Stidham comes out and he's the next best thing since sliced bread. You don't, you, we don't know that. You don't know that. I don't know that.
0: It wasn't going to last forever.
1: No, I, I know that. I you know? know. And I still have faith that we were just going to squeeze out a little bit more. Because the dude, as far as I know, if as long as Tom Brady can walk and run on that field, he'll be playing. And I just... Don't believe that he's going to – I believe that he's got enough leverage to say, listen, assholes. Listen, Bob and Bill. This is what the deal is. This is what you need to do if you want to win another Super Bowl with me. I feel like if he wins the Super Bowl next year, he'll retire or something like that. He and embrie- embrie- this
0: team can't win a Super Bowl.
1: No, I mean this team that we just saw on Saturday can't win a Super Bowl. No, that's what I mean. Obviously. Yeah.
0: You don't, I mean, you They're going to th- have to really – I mean it takes – We've, we've seen a couple of a couple of miracles, you know, Wonderkind McBay coming into L.A. and fixing an offense in a year. But it, do, it typically takes a whole hell of a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. So
1: eh, maybe not. Again, this team has been dominant for 20 years. Yeah, that's two. That's pretty much two quarterback lifetimes. But
0: you lost everything this year.
1: Sometimes you have to lose a lot in order to gain a lot.
0: That's true.
1: You know, they lost in the AFC championship game to um, the Colts. They blew a 21 nothing lead in the AFC Championship game to lose. And then they went out and got Randy Moss. And then they were the only team to finish 16-0 in the, uh, in the regular season. They loaded up, and I think they have the potential to load up again.
0: Well, we'll see. We will see. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Are you good?
1: My team is the best. And you can subtweet me all you want on Instagram. You can, you can, <laughs> you can subtweet me on Twitter and all that stuff, and you can dig at me and try to, no, 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 and shut up, because you have, and you can try to get under my skin. My team is the best, and we will come again. And I'm still here. I'm still here, and we're still here. We're
0: still here. We're still here. I want everyone to know, by the way, that I, I, it, it didn't take a whole lot of fiber in my being to know that I should not text Andrew first after that happened. And you didn't. He, and you I didn't. didn't. I, no. gave, I wanted to give you your grieving time. You texted me, and you said you were okay, and that's – yes.
1: Yeah, you were not the first person to text me. Um, my, giant, my other Giants fan friend, he and I make a bet at the, end, at the beginning of every season. Um, whichever team gets farther, um, that the other guy owes them um, 20 bucks. So he's like, the Giants are going to finish better than the Patriots this year. And he's given me twenty bucks every year for the last however many years it is. You since must be we've, a very rich. Since man. we've known each other. I have. I spent it I spent it on food. <laughs> yeah, so that's <clears throat> that's it. I, I didn't expect this to be as, as somber as it was. I really thought that it would be fiery, it, yeah. fiery and impassioned, but I'm just I'm just I've had a couple days to really think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just kind of where I am.
0: You know what? That's right okay. Now. That's okay. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna get fired up because we actually we have a lot to look at going ahead. Um this wasn't the only game, obviously, that happened this weekend. So, um, let's. Oh, that was the
1: other thing. My Super Bowl pick got eliminated over the weekend. Hooray! Yeah,
0: yeah. So we gotta we gotta make some new picks. Both of us do. So, um, coming up next, we're gonna talk a little bit about the new playoff picture, and because uh, we were both wrong, dreadfully wrong, and um, and yeah, and then we've got some really fun stuff planned later in the show. So, everybody, stick around, and uh, we'll be back very shortly. Um, so let's uh let's let's put some energy back in this thing. Okay. Let's do it. We'll we need to talk about the playoffs. Okay, yes. There are, there are playoffs that are
1: happening, there's divisional round games happening this coming weekend. It should be really fun. That's very exciting. We're gonna have a team that's not New England in the Super Bowl. Yep. So someone new gets a chance. Yeah. Finally. Um
0: You said so you won you won your fantasy and I um, did. By
1: the way, I didn't mention this last week. I won my league for the second year in a row.
0: It's very exciting. Yes. Um and as a prize, you get to pick a jersey.
1: I do, and I still don't know which one I should pick. Okay. So I I'm like I'm going back and forth between a couple of options.
0: Well you said so you said before the show that you you didn't want to do Patriots. But I think it would I be I just
1: th- I'm just so <laughs> embarrassed by them right now.
0: But also it's a good opportunity to get, you know, like this is your like commit to your team and like ride that through the playoffs, you sure. know? Mm-hmm. That can always be really fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So Lamar Jackson won me my league, basically. Right. Well, that's not technically true. Jared Goff actually won me my league believe it or not. How? Lamar didn't play Week 17.
0: Oh. So
1: your boy needed a quarterback. Right. And I only carry one quarterback because it's Lamar. Right. So I just picked up Jared Goff on a whim and the dude had 25 points. He had three touchdown passes against uh, Arizona. There you go. So he and Damien Williams for Kansas City put me over the top. Cool. That's, that's how I
0: won. But, so. what? so are you, are you thinking about this in the sense of like, Like players who hooked you up this year or or do you want to think about it in the more futuristic sense, a jersey that you can see yourself wearing for another few years? Well,
1: I mean, if it's going to be a jersey I see myself wearing, I don't see myself wearing another team's jersey (laughs) religiously. That's a a bit of a stretch for me. Fair. Um, I was thinking about like a red Patriots jersey and then they lost to Tennessee and I'm just like I'm mad at them right now. Um, But. I don't know. It could be a Lamar Jackson jersey just because he won me my league. And also, I can cheer for him without any kind of guilt now. Right. Um, I don't know. It could be, who else played on my team? It's not an Odell Beckham jersey, that's for sure. Maybe an Andrew Luck jersey because I did draft him. I did draft him. And uh, just the fact that I was able to still win my league even without my top quarterback Mm -hmm. was pretty cool.
0: That's a great legacy jersey to have too. Right? You know? Right though? Yeah. It's cool. Um but but I wanna I wanna look at these these future games that we have here.
1: Really quick, if anybody has any suggestions, uh shoot us an email. Uh you can find us at andrewincotta at gmail.com or uh tweet at us and all or uh message us, DM us on all of our social media. Slad um, in
0: those DMs. That's right. Uh
1: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh the handle is at UFR vodcast. Uh let me know. Taking suggestions.
0: Yeah. So. No, that sounds great. Um we so looking ahead now, um, Lamar is in the playoffs. There's a bunch of a, a bunch of great players in the playoffs here. But we we saw some interesting stuff this weekend beyond just the Patriots. Um, just being totally overcome uh, in the final minutes of this game against this against the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Texans defeated the Bills and that took out my Super Bowl pick. And then also the Vikings defeated the Saints. There were a lot of just strange upsets, things that I didn't. Saints, Saints were my pick, by the way. And the Saints were Andrew's pick. Um, there were a lot of strange upsets that I didn't anticipate. Whose victory do you think was the most impressive?
1: Uh, uh, Houston's, for sure. Oh, my God. Overcoming, really? over Yeah, overcoming a 16-point lead. Buffalo was on fire. And then when um, Deshaun Watson ran in that touchdown to, put the, to cut the lead to eight, mm-hmm. all the momentum turned. Right, especially even tying back the sack that J.J. Watt had to, on uh, on third down to, to get um, Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen, oh boy, his game <laughs> his game is a roller coaster.
0: I like him. That
1: goes into a, like a car crash. Yeah. Because did you see that that play toward the end of the game where he's running down the field and he's got like a 50 yard gain and then he just inexplicably tosses the ball up in the air to toss it back to the player behind him? Yeah. That was strange. I think that's a microcosm of how Josh Allen's playoff game went.
0: That's a really interesting like distillation, distillery, distill. Yeah, that's Josh Allen. That's Josh Allen. That's fair. I mean, I, I like the risky the risky and the fun and the I I think
1: Yeah, but like have a little bit of sense is what I'm saying. That's
0: true. But they I mean, I thought both teams had a, a really good game. I
1: do. I I thought it was the most one of the two most interesting games that were there. Right. Um but yeah, Houston coming back from 16 down to win uh in overtime uh was the most impressive victory in my opinion. Okay. How about you?
0: Um the other overtime game. Uh really? I actually thought that the Vikings defeating the Saints was extremely impressive. Okay. Um it it was pretty close for a little bit, and then it wasn't close, and then... They, um, did,
1: they did blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter.
0: Exactly. It happened. But they caught up, and then I... You know, honestly, it's its hard to call it the most impressive because, once again, the Saints got screwed. There was a no-call in the end zone when Kyle Rudolph grabbed the ball and... It
1: wasn't scored. a no-call. No okay, it wasn't they a no-call. So, at, at the end of the game, uh, Kirk Cousins threw a pass to Kyle Rudolph, who caught it and... The video replay showed that he pushed off, which uh, he, put, he made some contact. It would have been offensive and, pass
0: interference. Right.
1: The referees got together, or the, the the officiating committee in New York after the game got together and said that there was contact, but, quote, not enough for a flag to be thrown.
0: All right. Well. So it,
1: w- it was just, it's a questionable call. But fun fact, the Saints are now, the, I think, the only team in NFL history to lose on the last play of the game uh, in three straight years. Yeah. To be eliminated from the playoffs.
0: Yeah. It's wild. It's, it is wild. I That said, I, I, I really I really was rooting for the Saints to win this game, and I think they absolutely should have. But the way that the Vikings came back, I mean, again, it's another one of those, like, I never saw them going this far in the season. And here they are. Um, they had some great plays,
1: I thought. Forcing that fumble on Drew Brees yes. in the fourth quarter.
0: Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Yeah, that was also, awesome.
1: Drew Brees needs to just hang on to the ball
0: right right but,
1: you know what but, can you do
0: but that final play too that just the the game-winning play with cousins to Rudolph great play or uh, the
1: play before where he hit Thielen for like 50 yards
0: right what I what I loved about this game too was that the Vikings were able to do this despite all of the Sean Payton offense that we saw in the Saints like oh my god like we saw the 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 amazingness that was. Um, Taysom Hill. I
1: saw a meme that said, Saints, uh, which position? So, Taysom Hill, which position do you play? Taysom Hill, yes. yes.
0: But I, I did think that, that the Vikings were very, very impressive in that victory. So, that's my pick. Um, now that the wild cards are there, I mean, and it's an interesting selection of wild cards, like, who's which of those wild card teams is most likely to take it to the end?
1: I'm uh, maybe not to the end, but definitely to beat their divisional opponent. Uh, is the Seattle Seahawks? Oh, I agree for sure. Um, I, I just uh, we'll get to I'll get to Green Bay in a minute, but um, I just think the Seattle uh, has found a, a rhythm on offense, mm-hmm. and their defense is playing well. Uh, we saw the the playoff arrival of DK Metcalf. Who, oh my went God. off during their game against the Eagles.
0: What a, what a show.
1: The dude's a freaking in nature. Uh, and just by matchups alone, I don't see Houston beating Kansas City. I don't see Tennessee beating Baltimore, and I don't see Minnesota beating San Francisco. So that leaves Seattle beating Green Bay, and I think that they can.
0: I think that they can, too. I 100% agree. That's kind of my answer, too. I think that as far as the wild cards are concerned. Though I don't want to discount the Texans. I think that...
1: Texans, for me, Houston is probably the second... Best contender to win their divisional game.
0: Sure. I just, I think that, um, you like the, te- we've seen the Texans do some crazy shit and the Chiefs' luck has thrown out at some point. True. I mean,
1: speaking of luck, uh huh. Which divisional team is the fakest out of the four? Ooh. Which divisional team is, is gonna, uh, do you think is most likely to lose?
0: I think we're gonna have the same one here. Probably. I think it's Green Bay.
1: I agree. I think it's Green Bay. I think Green Bay's fake AF yeah they're fake After they're thirteen and three, but like their offense is Aaron Jones, and that's it
0: the green Green Bay doing as well as uh, getting as far as they have this year is very comparable to um and this might sound contradictory to something that I've said on this podcast before, but it's very contradictory to the Eagles having gotten as far as they did sure and it's or um, i'm sorry not contradictory complimentary mm. because they they won out in. Divisions that were all pretty evenly matched, although Green Bay's division was pretty good, and the Eagles in the NFC East suck. Right. So it's it, it, it's that kind of a thing for me. I don't really know why they're here. They kind of just look like like the odd kid out. I know you said that you could see them going to the Super Bowl, but I think playing Seattle, I don't think they have a shot right okay. now. Okay,
1: yeah, 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 they're kind of the anti-Chargers a little bit. Sure, they're six okay. and one in games uh, decided by seven points or fewer. So all of their games have – a lot of their games have been decided by one possession. And just like the Chargers lost all of their games decided by one possession, Green Bay has, like, won all of their games decided by one possession. That's very interesting. But again, uh, Seattle's defense, especially the linebackers, you know, Bobby Wagner's a force. Mm -hmm. If he can – if he and that defense can shut down Aaron Jones, the Packers are screwed. Yeah. Even if they do play at home. Yeah. Um, I also want to throw out there the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Because they're kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. They've kind of been getting by on luck the last couple of weeks. Exactly. You know, their last three games were all decided by one possession as well. Mm-hmm. They almost lost all three of them. Um, and I feel like their luck has to run out at some point. Yeah. You know?
0: No, I completely I feel like agree they've with
1: been too lucky for too long. The Vikings' defense is playing well. They'll use this momentum from upsetting a really good team at home to go into San Francisco. And beat them as well. Now I'm not predicting. I'm, this is not not like official predictions that vi- that Minnesota is going to beat San Francisco. I just think that I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility okay. for San Francisco to find a way to lose the game.
0: I I I don't disagree with you in a sense, but also it's just it's just a little too far fetched for me to believe that the Vikings could possibly beat San Francisco. Sure, so
1: it is I, not. It is not impossible. It is
0: not impossible. Six impossible.
1: seeds have won the have won the Super Bowl before.
0: All right. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I think, um, I, you know, it's, it's going to be a really interesting weekend. I think it's not going to be as interesting as this weekend. I don't think we're going to see what we saw before with all these extra, like all these overtimes and, um, whatnot, but I think it could be, it, it could, we've got some interesting matchups in here and some mm-hmm. pretty, pretty even ones too. Um, I'm very, very nervous for the Titans who have to go and play <laughs> the Ravens. I, that, the Titans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's not going to be fun to watch.
1: No, that defense for Baltimore is really good, and they're just getting better. Mm-hmm. And if they can shut down um, uh, Derek Henry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all they've got to worry about is AJ Brown. Right. And the Titans are sunk. Also, right. Ryan Tannehill's not a AFC Championship quarterback. No, I agree. He's just not.
0: I think that's the only game that that I feel like I'm going to do a lot of wincing during. Um, in the sense of like, this is just not fair.
1: Like, I'd like to report a murder. Like yes, that kind of thing.
0: like that kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Um, I think
1: the game will be closer than you think it is, but yes.
0: But we'll see. We'll, we'll absolutely see. So now we have this big question, of course, with both of our Super, pick, Super Bowl picks having been eliminated. Um, who you got?
1: Uh, Baltimore. It's got to be Baltimore. OK. Um, they are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Um, they have ways that they can beat you, not just on the ground, but through the air. But the thing is, is that their quarterback can do both. And I think that if, if Jackson remains hot and um, Mark Ingram remains hot they're, and the defense remains hot, they're just going to roll over some teams. I just think that they're too good. Okay. I really do. They've beaten Kansas City before. They'll probably beat Tennessee. They have the poten- they've beaten San Francisco before. They're going to beat Green Bay if they have to beat them. Them against Seattle might be fun, but mm-hmm. Baltimore is the best team in the NFL right now. Do you, a, how about you?
0: Uh, so the thing about the Ravens is that they are, yes, obviously they're up there. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that if, that if there is, of of all of these AFC teams going, like heading and making this contention towards the Super Bowl, they're the most likely to make it there. But I still, I'm not quitting on these Seattle Seahawks, man. I just can't, particularly after what we saw on Sunday. That game was spectacular in every sense of the word. It was, it was, again, they kind of had it a little bit easy. Uh, Carson Wentz went out in the first quarter. Um, Hope he's okay, obviously. Um, But the rest of the game was spent with Josh McCown, just, and, and, Trying to, Doug Peterson trying to manage this game with a quarterback who doesn't even practice regularly with them because he lives in North Carolina. Like they never would have, they were not prepared for this situation and therefore their playbook was significantly more limited. That said, they put up a pretty good fight with Josh McCown and the rest of their third and fourth string offense. The defense was vicious and Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and all of, I mean, God, it, it, Tyler Lockett. There were everyone was contributing. Everyone came in and pulled together and pulled out this really stellar win that I think has given them a serious momentum to keep going.
1: I just want to tie back to your point about the third and fourth string offense. So they weren't when you mentioned last week that Doug Peterson's a better coach than oh, the I Belichick. Knew we were going to do this because he played his third and fourth string players. That wasn't by choice. Oh, I'm aware. No, I'm asking you. That was not by choice. Keep in mind, I don't actively watch the Philadelphia Eagles, nor do I actively watch the New York Giants. No, that was not by choice. That's because everybody's injured. Right. Oh, so he had to play them in this wild card game. Exactly. That's hilarious. Okay. That's um, the
0: thing, but he made do with what he had. Right. You know that, and that was where that argument was coming from last week. Got it. But I think, and and I think they still, I. I watched this game with Mike Rose yesterday and it was, it was painful at one point. We thought that Mike Rose was going to have to get on a helicopter to Philadelphia and play the game. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it, it was a really hard thing to watch, but I think considering what they had and considering, I mean, and also by the way, Josh McCown's first ever playoff game at 40 years old, at 40 years old, after 17 years in the NFL,
1: we had three of the oldest quarterbacks ever play in playoff games over the weekend. Yeah. Brady breeze and McCown. Yep. Crazy.
0: And they're all done.
1: They're all going to die. They're
0: all done for the Why
1: year. They're all going to die
0: for the year. Yep. But. Oh. That's. No. no. They're all done for the year. Why are you like this? Because
1: you just keep putting morbid thoughts in my head and that's kind of the day that I'm having.
0: All right. Well, anyways, it's. I. I. Again, I'm just not quitting on these Seahawks. This, I'm riding the Seahawks until until the cows come home. Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes with Green Bay. I like week,
1: it. But. Very good. Very exciting. Cool. Baltimore against Seattle, perhaps. Ooh, Excellent. wouldn't that be fun? A be. bird fight. A bird oh, fight.
0: Oh, wait. I have to bring this up. I'm yeah. sorry. I no. texted you like mid, mid-game yesterday yeah. because they put up this oh, graphic. The stupid graphics. That's right. Oh, my God. All right. We. I always have to share these with, with them when I see you guys. I hope you guys caught it yourselves during the game yesterday. But when you think about the sheer amount of money that they spend on these graphics. This do, is NBC,
1: by the way, and they like to do stupid shit like this.
0: They did, wait, I, I don't even, I need the actual stat. They did, like, a because obviously it was a bird fight, and that's, like, kind of funny. Um, by the way, way too many teams in the NFL who have bird mascots. All right, this is the dumbest stat of the week. Birds versus birds. In the past 10 playoff games, this is excluding yesterday, um, between teams with a bird mascot, the home team's record is 10-0. Wow. They made expensive ass cgi bird graphics to illustrate the dumbest stat i think i have ever heard in my entire life i am so angry
1: okay dick Ebersol, we'll uh we'll put in a we have letters coming to you kata's upset at the the graphics
0: i'm very upset so yeah let's take a break
1: okay sounds good uh when we come back you're gonna try to turn me on to some bullshit i'm never gonna watch on tv i'm
0: so excited Guys.
1: okay uh we'll be right back
0: Welcome back everyone hello all right so um <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one um because it's fun for me, and it's not fun for you.
1: Okay, so our <laughs> producer, Sarah, is not here today. Right. And the reason for that is because we were going to record this a little bit later in the day. I was thinking, oh, well, I don't know, 5.30, 6 o'clock?
0: But we're bad at communication.
1: No, uh, you're just like, I need to watch The Bachelor.
0: I do. The Bachelor premieres, so as of the day that we are recording this podcast, it is Monday, and The Bachelor premieres tonight. Uh it is a holiday for all intents and purposes to me. I'm having people over. Um, this is kind of a big... I never thought I would be this person, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
1: guess what? You are. So that's the reason that we're recording this late, because uh, she wants. She has a bachelor party that she's... A bachelor party. Yeah, uh, exactly. She's hosting a bachelor watch party. And so we've decided to do something bachelor-themed for our final segment today.
0: Right. So uh, full, full disclosure, I've actually only... My first season of The Bachelor was Hannah's season, which featured our new bachelor... Peter.
1: I don't know what, what you're talking about.
0: Okay, it doesn't matter. Just for for listeners' purposes, everyone who watches The Bachelor, uh, I've only watched Hannah's season, Paradise, and this will actually be my first official season of The Bachelor. I'm really excited, though, because I really like Peter. Uh, it's going to show us some new colors from him. Uh, Hannah thought he was a little boring. I thought he was really boring, but it, it should be a really interesting way to see him get laid. I don't know. Isn't that what this is for, really?
1: I don't know. Whatever. It's all contrived to me.
0: But we have dra- We have a um, an elaborate ballot here. We're gonna basically. We're gonna do a bachelor draft. We're gonna do a draft. We're gonna draft these girls. It sounds terrible. But um, <sighs> <She's laughs> it does. It does It really does.
1: Um, it's sporty enough for us to include it in this show. Yes. So um, so we play some. Let's play some draft music. Ooh, I like
0: this. Move it along. Um. I, I'm gonna let you take the first pick, Andrew, because cool. you're- Andrew's going into this totally blind. I've done a little bit of research. I haven't done as much as I would like to before.
1: The extent of my research is, putting, is uh, putting everybody in their picture and their facts from the Bachelor website into a, uh, a Google Doc so that I can just like have- uh, I can like look at all of them quickly so I don't have to scroll through a big article. That's the extent of my research. Right. Um, so with no basis of knowledge or anything like that.
0: Wait, real quick, okay. full disclosure. Um, by the time that this episode comes out on Thursday, some of these girls will have been eliminated. We decided that that would be even more fun for us. And I fully expect that
1: I will pick the winner. Oh fully God. fully expect to pick the winner. All
0: right, that said, go ahead. My
1: first pick is Hannah Ann.
0: Hannah Ann, yes, all right. She's
1: 23, she's from Knoxville. And her fun fact is that Hannah Ann could watch home improvement shows all day. There was some kind of, um, thing between... Peter and Hannah from last The Bachelorette, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just feel like the name is gonna be like, oh my God, Hannah. So uh, uh, Hannah Ann is my is my first my first selection.
0: Hannah Ann is an interesting one too because she actually was brought into Bachelor Nation by a different Hannah than the one. So Hannah was on Colton's season with another Hannah.
1: I don't know who you're talking about.
0: And that Hannah brought Hannah Ann into the universe. They're both models. They know Whoa. each other from modeling. Happy birthday. So. What? You just said you brought her into the universe. That's great. Oh, fuck off. You're so annoying. All right. Who was your your first pick? Well, you didn't pick my first pick. Uh, So I'm I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I'm going to go with Kelsey. She's 28 years old. She's from Des Moines. Um, Kelsey says that she is like an onion. She has many layers. Um, She is my choice because I think that she seems just boring enough for Peter. And she's really pretty. Sure. And she kind of looks like Hannah.
1: Okay, sure. I don't know what Hannah looks like. But so
0: that's going to be my first pick.
1: Um, my other pick, my second pick, is going to be Madison.
0: Wait, are we not sneaking this? No, it's fine. No, we're not. Go ahead.
1: Uh, because you allowed me to go first, and I don't know a damn thing about this, and you do. So right. I'm going to pick Madison for my second pick. Uh, she's 23. She's from Auburn, by Alabama. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's The Bachelor is just a very contrived show, and I just feel like um, a, a girl from the South, who would, quote, rather rock a cool pair of Jordans
0: than any heel. Uh, it just fits the, the moniker of the show. I like that she's a foster parent recruiter, too. That's, like, such a nice, wholesome job. Yeah, good for you know? her. Um, all right, well, then, since you still haven't picked the person who I thought you were going to pick, I'm going to pick Avonlea next.
1: Avonlea. Don't know if I'm saying that correct. Whose name is spelled A-V-O-N-L-E-A.
0: Yes, she is 27. She's Peters H. She's from Fort Worth, Texas, and... uh Every time she milks one of her cows, she thinks it's she thinks it for its hard work. She is a dual profession: cattle rancher and model. Nice. Yeah, and she just kind of looks like Peter's type. Who sure. you got?
1: I don't know who Peter's type is. Uh, my third pick is Kelly. Kelly. Uh, Kelly. 27 from Chicago. Um, nothing makes Kelly. This is a quote: Nothing makes Kelly angrier than when people don't listen to her. She's also an attorney, so I just feel like that's going to be a lot of fun. And I guess they know each other from previous from previous friendships. So that's fun. Oh, but
0: Kelly knows Peter. Already? I guess so. Uh huh. Interesting. So, that, so that'll be fun. All right. Um, I'm gonna go next with Victoria P, 27 from Alexandria, Virginia. Nothing upsets Victoria more than finding raisins in her cookies. She just sounds interesting. She's a she nurse. sounds
1: she sounds dead to me because anybody who doesn't like raisins in their cookies isn't a human being.
0: Wow, that is that is a hot take. Oh my god, open okay, raisin
1: cookies are amazing, and anybody who doesn't like them can go kick rocks. Oh, I
0: hate them.
1: Truly. Then you can go kick rocks. Oh, wow. And okay. you know what? Just because you picked Victoria P., I'm going to pick Victoria F.
0: All right, fine.
1: Just because they have the same first name and different last names, and I just think that the initial is so quirky. Um, my prediction is that she's going to be the villain of the show. Like, she's going to be the one that everybody hates. Victoria F is? Victoria F. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that she, she says that the most important woman in Victoria's life is her grandmother. She's also a medical sales rep, She's from Virginia Beach, and none of this gives me any basis for thinking that she's gonna be the villain. I just have, I don't know. I'm just making arbitrary guesses for no reason. Alright. So
0: uh, you know what? I like it. I like I like your your enthusiasm over that. Thanks. Um, alright, then I'm gonna go ahead next and pick uh let's go younger, shall we? Oh god, sounds bad. Um, let's go, let's Jesus go with Christ. McKenna. She's from Canada. She's obsessed she's with Grey's Anatomy. She's a fashion blogger. She's like really, really young and really, really cute. Can she win it? Yes, she, Canada. Oh my God, I <laughs> hate you so much.
1: Um, okay, uh, nice. Who else can I pick arbitrarily? Um, how about, um, how about,
0: um, I don't know. Let's say. The decision you make could impact the rest of your life, Andrew. Okay, I'm sure that's true.
1: Um, I'm just gonna, um, mm. This is tough. I
0: feel like you're going to pick my next one.
1: Okay. I'm scared. Um, I know you think I'm going to pick Megan because she's a flight attendant and Peter's a pilot. I'm staying away from from that. I just think that's too, I think that's an easy trap to fall into. Interesting. Because they have similar careers that they're going to like, you know, he's going to be flying and she's going to be like the flight attendant on his flight. I just think that's too good to be true. Alright. So I'm going to pick, um, oh, where's the, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to pick, um, Peyton. Okay. Who's from Wellesley, Massachusetts (laughs) because she's from Boston Uh, and also she's got a bulldog named Louise.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. We like dogs on the show. Going with that. Alright, I'm going to go then, um, I'm going to go with Lauren. Lauren is 26. She's from Glendale, California. She says she has exit interviews with all of her exes to figure out what went wrong, which is like a little psychotic but maybe she won't need to conduct an exit interview with our boy Peter.
1: Oh ho ho ho! You know? There we go. Um, I'm out of notes now so I'm just gonna start picking people arbitrarily. Sure. Um, how about, let's go with Courtney, just because I like her hair, I don't know. She's from Venice and she likes people in cowboy boots and she's a cosmetologist. Cool. So, Courtney, hooray!
0: You've got Courtney, I'll take Megan. She's one of the three flight attendants who we're gonna There's meet. three? There's three.
1: I wrote half this shit. I should know. There There's three, three flight
0: attendants, yep. Megan That's... is a face mask enthusiast. She's 26 and she's from San Francisco. Wow. Um, sounds like she knows how to take care of her skin. Okay. Good for her.
1: I wish I knew how to take care of my skin.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: let's go with Lexi because she's from New York and she would rather be trapped, buried alive than trapped in a room with frogs. So um, yeah, Lexi. All right, cool. I don't know, <laughs> uh, Lexi. Oh, I'm gonna get us so embarrassed on this.
0: She doesn't. She doesn't like frogs. That sucks. Yeah. Um. Do you like frogs?
1: If you had a frog hopping towards you right now, I would not be happy about that, it. Right. Exactly. You're okay. right. So don't try to.
0: I'm right. trying to act
1: like you're on her level. And picture.
0: You're not. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and to be in like a room filled with frogs too—that sounds horrible. Sure. Oh god. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Never mind. She's yeah. got a point. Yeah. Um maybe she's just really dumb. I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm gonna go with Alea. Alea is 24. She's from San Antonio, Texas and her spirit animal is the Texas Longhorn. She's also an orthodontist assistant. God, hook them horns. Um, okay. That's that's good. That's a good job. Good for her. Happy for her. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's kind of hard to like whatever. whatever. Anyway. an orthodontist
1: assistant? Yeah, we're gonna yeah, go with yeah. it. Um, I'm gonna take Savannah. Savannah's a realtor, so Ooh, that's she makes, a good pick. makes that bank though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's got, this says it's her favorite thing to do to pass the time to sit on her back porch and feed the local turtles, which is so cute.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, and she's often referred to as the turtle princess. I love that. I'm picking Savannah. She's really cute. Uh, I think that's actually a really strong pick, Andrew. That might be one of your strongest picks yet. Um, cause I forgot about her and I wish I'd picked her. Uh, I'll go next with Kiara. Uh, she's 23. She's from Kennesaw, Georgia. Nice southern girl. Um, and she works as a nanny, which shows that she's good with kids. I'm pretty sure Peter wants kids. And she will pick napping almost over almost every other activity. And girl, same. Okay. Same. Who else? I could really use an ad.
1: Um, how about... Deandra. I thought that she was the first person that wasn't picked alphabetically, but she's not. But um, I like her name. She's also from Plano, Texas, and she still cries when she gets her blood drawn.
0: Yeah, so that shit's hard. That's fun.
1: Okay, cool. Deandra. Uh,
0: okay. I'm gonna go with Jade. Jade claims that she hosts the best game nights in town.
1: I do. I would like to hang out with her because I do like a good game night.
0: We love our game nights. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I have a new game, and I can't wait to show you later. But um, she's a she's also a flight attendant. And she's from Mesa, Arizona. She's she's really cute. She's pretty brunette. Um, and sounds like she's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Next. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna go with how
0: about uh,
1: hmm. Let me my that I don't have. Um, who else is left? How about let's go with Sarah. Let's go with Sarah. Yeah, because she loathes slugs.
0: She's very pretty. She's from Tennessee. She's 24. She looks like Hannah. Um, staying kind of in this neighborhood. Um, no, not at all. This is actually a totally different pick. I'm going to go with Katrina. She's 28 and she's from Chicago. And she's a pro sports dancer. And I know for a fact. Is she like a lovable?
1: Like for the Chicago Bulls?
0: Uh maybe that's like a, definitely a possibility. Like on the dance team. That's yeah, awesome. I didn't look up who she's a dancer for. Um but I do know that that Peter is a huge sports guy. Um he's actually a big Seahawks fan. Oh, so happy God. for him. But um but yeah, I mean it sounds like they've got some stuff to talk about. Yeah. And also very pretty. For so sure. Um I'm going to pick pretty.
1: I'm going to pick Sydney just because her bio fact is so ridiculous. Uh Sydney tries to jog at least once a day. That's not the ridiculous part. And then likes to reward herself with a cupcake she bakes herself so let me get this straight she goes and jogs once a day which is all fine and good but then she goes and bakes and then she subsequently bakes one cupcake for herself i just find that to be untrue
0: there's got to be something like maybe she like makes the batch for the week kind of thing you know Oh, okay
1: so she makes okay i mean then she would have to like then she would have to like plan her runs you know or does she have one cupcake per run because she says it it says at least least once once a a
0: day you know that sounds awful by the way it does like, just to be alone running. running with your thoughts, like, more than once a day.
1: You know you can listen to music while you run? It's not impossible.
0: Uh, uh, no. No, thank you. Okay. I'm good. Uh, I'm going to go with Alexa. She's 27. She's from Chicago. Um, and she is an aesthetician, which means Don't that know what that means. She She takes people's hair off. She's a waxer. Oh she waxes people. okay. Good and her. she loves amusement parks and hates roller coasters. And Chris Harrison said when he was introducing the girls on like some live thing that I kind of caught a little bit of um, that she's like a totally ridiculous person and like like whatever, but she's also not very outgoing. and I kind of like that vibe like mm-hmm. weird but quiet. yeah. yeah, that's, that seems like a Peter vibe to me.
1: Um, let's see. How about we've got a few good ones left still we do um, I'm gonna pick Jasmine Jasmine is from Houston uh, she has a dog golden retriever named Gnarls Barkley
0: ah
1: and I think that's important so must love dogs
0: yeah she's very cute damn I wanted to pick her um haha ha. so well alright uh, let's go with uh, Kylie 26. She grew up in Santa Monica, California, so she, he wouldn't have to go very far if they ended up getting married nor would she because he's from that area. I oh, didn't
1: even think about geographic location. Exa-
0: very important. Oh. Um she grew up playing softball. Well, she's a batting cage queen and she's an entertainment sales associate. That sounds like very petery. Love
1: so. love knows no distance.
0: Yeah, all right. That's what they say.
1: Yeah. Um I'm going to pick, let's see. How about um. Let's go with She-Anne I think that's how you pronounce her name.
0: I think it's Cheyenne.
1: Cheyenne. I don't know. Cheyenne. Cheyenne. I don't know. Uh, her. According to according to her, the best part of her body is her lower back.
0: I have so many questions. Same. I have so many. Is there like the first
1: question is why aren't you on my team? But guess what? You are. So hello.
0: But like, is there a tattoo or like? is it just like a, a particularly does she feel that way about other people's bodies too like our other is that just the best area like if you've got a good lower back you're like hot you know Yep. like unobjectively <laughs> i don't know i have a lot of questions uh next i'm gonna go with <laughs> i'm gonna go with jenna Jenna. She's also another really young one. She's 22. Okay. Um, she's a nursing student and she's from New Lenox, Illinois. And Jenna has a pet goldfish named George. And she says that George gives great advice. That's a little nutty. <laughs> just a little bit like a little, Jenna girl. A little nutty. Maybe yeah. <laughs> you should get your advice from somebody else. Maybe someone who can actually speak to you. I
1: think that's excellent. I also love that she's from New Lenox, Illinois, which is the most um, out there city. It's the one city on this list that I had never heard of before.
0: Yeah, no, that's also, and and that specificity there, too. So, a
1: small, small town.
0: She didn't just, like, round out to, like, Chicago or whatever the nearest, like, big city was. She's
1: a small town girl
0: living, living in a lonely in world. Peter's world.
1: Okay. Living um, in the Bachelor Mansion. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Natasha. Okay. Because I like the musical Natasha Pierre and the Great Common of 1812. Also, she's from New York, and she's an event planner, and one of my good friends is also an event planner. She's really good at her job.
0: I'm worried that she's a little old for Peter.
1: Love knows no ages.
0: That's, you. uh, yeah, I guess I'm not really allowed to say that either, but okay. Um, We've got
1: one, two, three left. Three left. Yep. So I've got one and you've got these, uh, you've got the other two.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Marissa. Um, Spelled
1: M-A-U-R-I-S-S-A. Marissa.
0: Marissa. Uh, She's from Atlanta, Georgia, another Southern belle. Um she's a patient care coordinator which sounds really wholesome and her like interesting fact is that all of her best friends are at least 10 years older than her which kind of like <laughs> is not very interesting to me but it would be really interesting if like by like they're a lot older than her she means like her best friends are like her patients mm-hmm. which would be like kind of sweet so i'm excited to learn more about her
1: That's nice mm-hmm. Um i'm going to pick uh Eunice, You're
0: picking Eunice. I am
1: going to pick... Well, there's only Eunice and Tammy left, so I'm going to pick Eunice. Okay. Uh, Eunice's signature dance move is the ponytail helicopter.
0: That's really fun.
1: In, uh-huh. I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's 23. She's from Chicago, and I may as well just pick the flight attendant because there's a chance that he'll be like oh my god we can just fly away together
0: I got the other two so okay. you need one I do and then I'll then I get Tammy Tammy actually she's oh Tammy's the flipper. house
1: flipper you make bank flipping houses I
0: know I know and that's pretty cool uh she's really cute she's 24 she's from Syracuse New York um, I don't like that she ended her last relationship by ghosting her last boyfriend well welcome to the 21st century that's like kind of rude but okay whatever anyways um we uh, we have our, our draft. I'm excited to kind of see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll know we'll know very shortly, mm-hmm. actually, what our standings are. Because I'd like to see, I want to see how long we can like stay in it too. Yeah, we we'll can sure, I'm sure we're going to each have some people who are like in the finals. But it's very possible that like one of us could win out before the winner is even announced.
1: You watch. All of my people are going to be eliminated on the first episode. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. Much.
0: Yep, that's exactly how it's going to go. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I, I hope Peter finds the love of his life. Very wholesome. Sure. I don't
1: know. Cool. Well, if you love us, uh, be sure to follow us on all of our social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, using the handle at UFRVodcast. Uh, you can also find us uh, via email if you have questions or anything like that. Cotta at gmail.com. Uh, and the podcast comes out every Thursday wherever podcasts are sold, except for Spotify because we're not that cool yet.
0: Also, be sure to follow our individual social media handles too. Yeah. Uh, you can find me
1: at uh, Andrew underscore Lemieux.
0: And I'm just KK Stevens um, on Twitter and Kata Stevens on Instagram. But follow my Twitter because I will be live tweeting Bachelor forever. So And for
1: me because I'm not going to do it. So
0: <laughs> that's do, all I get, do I get to do Bachelor recaps on the show? Oh,
1: God. A short one. We'll do a little one.
0: Okay, maybe. Yeah. We'll
1: see. Uh, final thoughts. Um, who do you have in the National Championship game, which is taking place next Monday? Oh, my. Real quick.
0: Yup. Joe uh, Burrow
1: versus the Sphinx Cat, Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yup. Yup. That's, it's quite a matchup. Um, you know what? It, that's a really hard one. I, I gotta say, I gotta go Joe Burrow and LSU. I think so too. I think they're just on a tear this year.
1: I'm also sick of Clemson, so.
0: Okay, just, they won one year. Like, relax.
1: Yeah, they won and then they have not lost. Trevor Lawrence is 25-0 and 0 as a starter.
0: I understand. I just everyone. I hate this thing that everyone does. Like, obviously, I'm not a huge Bama fan either. But like, the second someone new wins, it's like, oh, that's old news. Like, I want someone new, and It's just stupid. Right? Exactly. So stupid.
1: I mean, you've been, you know, waiting for five years for the Patriots to finally lose, and here we are. Yeah. So, uh, that is all the time we have. Okay. Today. Uh, yeah this has been fun I'm excited to not Keep track of The Bachelor And let you do that And hopefully I, And we'll just see How badly I do
0: And we can both Have some fun with football Now that there's not Real emotional investment in This it. is true
1: yes It's going
0: to be good So uh, we'll sign off And let you guys go But uh, have a great weekend Excited to uh, hear your takes Shoot us emails Andrew and At gmail.com And I'm Kata. I'm Andrew Have a good one guys Bye Bye